Giving on to God, who is the head of my life, and to our pastor, to Pastor Cricket in his absence. He's going to be in Camden today. Um, people are taking it for granted that they have their house in order, but the truth is many people don't have their house in order. Amen. And, and I thank God for uh, Sister Lovey obeying the Spirit of God. And in this day and time, is you you have to fight to obey the Spirit of God because you don't want to be accused of knowing everything. You don't want to be accused of trying to do this and do that. So you have to pray and pray and ask Lord sometime for a sign or a fleece. But uh, and I know it wasn't easy for the pastor to do what he was doing. So I just keep confirming what I know God has said. I confirmed to him again and reminded him what Prophet Bill Norton had said. And so we do have prophets in the house. Amen. And so it's, it's hard sometimes, but we have to obey God than man. We have to obey God over traditions. We have to obey God over what feels good. We have to obey God. Something that you hear me say to the day I die versus what I think. What I think doesn't matter. Amen. What I feel doesn't matter. Because if Jesus went by feelings, would none of us be here? We found that out in the garden when he was praying. And the Bible said he would pray. He prayed till his body went through some problems. I'm not going to use the medical term, but I'll just say he actually did sweat drops of blood. Amen. Uh, and so if we go by feelings, uh, a lot of the men in the Bible wouldn't do what they done. Amen. Because nobody likes to be talked about. Nobody likes to be ridiculed. Nobody likes to be lied upon or misused or mistreated in the name of the Lord. And a lot of times we feel because we are Christian or Christ-like that our words will be received. But there's a problem, and Jesus teaches us that, and... Um, before I get too far, we're going to go to the Word. At least I get ahead of myself. Amen. Amen. I want to use for a text, get your house in order. Okay. Amen. Amen. Because there are some things that is going to happen. It's been decided way before you and I was ever born. That is some things that's going to happen. And if we don't get in line with the King, we're going to be left behind. If uh, if memory served me correct, we have videos in our library about getting left behind. Books in there about getting left behind. And people that know me, if we're traveling somewhere, you better be ready. Because when I come through, I'm ready to go. Amen. Uh, I've had men and workers would get mad at me because when I pulled up, sometimes I make myself sit there a minute. Sometime maybe two minutes. Sometime when I'm feeling good and grace, maybe five minutes. But you ain't out by then. I'm leaving. I had men that called me and cussed me out because I wouldn't get out of my truck and knock on the door and wake them up because uh, we were supposed to go to work. Isn't that crazy? Huh? Don't that sound? Well, how much more is it with God? Uh, before I get too far, go to Matthew chapter 24, and we'll be in Luke, Mark. We're going to travel a little bit, but quickly. I'm going to give you the scripture, and you just have to go back and read it for yourself. I know what it says. Amen? Um, Jesus, I'm fascinated by him because... He would change a conversation sometime, like, uh, and don't get mad at me, women. I'll just say my wife. Sometime when we talk, people get easily offended. I got some got mad at me not too long ago. I'll just say my wife. Sometime when I'm talking about something, she'll change the conversation. <laughs> Jesus does that a lot. If you read your Bible and pay attention, Jesus will change the conversation, no matter who it was, whether it was disciples, because he had something he was wanting to say. Amen. Let's go, um, and I'm not going to read everything, uh, but for a basis, let's, uh, let's go to where, verse 3. 
Now as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, Tell us, when would these things be and what would be the sign of your coming and the end of an age? See, we're in an age of grace and mercy. We've been able to do what we want, say what we want, act how we want to act. We're going to find out that uh, in the Old Testament, children couldn't just cuss their parents out. You just couldn't do what you want to. And, and we create a pill to, to fix this problem. They had a cure, amen, back then for, for, for this stuff here. And what's wrong with us in the church is we got a pill for everything. We, we got a appeal for the rapists. We got a appeal for being promiscuous. You know, if I want to be with a man, a uh, 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 woman with a woman, they got a appeal for that. You know, if I'm out having sex and uh, I, I get caught, they got the day after appeal. We're doing all this stuff that's not pleasing in the Lord's sight. And what the Lord is tired of is the church going along to get along. Uh, you ain't got to be my friend. Amen. But I'm going to tell you the truth. You can be my friend. I'm going to tell you what uh, one of my good friends said. I'm going to eat your pig feet and your collard greens. But I'm going to tell you the truth. Amen. And the truth is what shall set us free. We need truth today. Truth is the cure for anxiety. Truth is the cure for all of this mess that's going on. But let's go to the Word. Because it's some things coming. Amen. And I, the Bible says, I don't want your blood on my hand. That's why I preach what I preach. I preach what he tells me to preach because I have to give an account. The Bible said that the teachers and the preachers are under a stricter rule. Even the deacons are under a stricter rule. If you go to Revelations 2, he talks about the Nicolaitans. But what that was, was a man that declared himself to be a deacon, and he persuaded people to do things contrary to the Word of God. Amen. Let's look. And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you. Here's the first problem. We have allowed what's going on in the world to dictate to us in the church. In the church, we dress like the world. We're starting to talk like the world. We're starting to act like the world. But he said, I don't want you falling into the deception. And we'll go to Thessalonians in a minute. We're deceived because we think always being nice and this and that. When Jesus said, come as you are, you may come in as a prostitute. You may come in as a dope dealer. I don't know how you may come in. But the scripture said I was wounded and sad. But however you got here, you're not to leave the same way. When you get into the house of the Lord, he gives us a guideline for the older women to teach the younger women how to love their husband. How to love their children, you know, and how to be chads, keepers at homes, and not a busybody. He tells the older women, teach the younger women how to do things at their own house. Amen. Not to be a busybody. Then he says, let the older men teach their sons to speak with gravity. That means, come here, diamond. Go back, diamond. When I speak, he moves. See, we've been studying about the king. See, when this man, the centurion, told Jesus, he said, you ain't got to come to my house. The man checked his watch when we were talking to Jesus. And he says, uh, you ain't got to come to my house. Just speak a word. I understand that when you say come they come. When you say sickness go, it go. Just speak the word and my daughter will be healed. And he marveled and said, I have not seen so great of faith, not in all of Israel. Amen. And so when the men come and they met him, he said, your daughter is here. He said, what time was it? He didn't even listen to that because he was wanting to give props to Jesus and recognize the authority. He said, that was the same hour that I just said. Speak a word. So say, Lord, speak a word. To us today. Lord, speak a word to us. Amen. Let your spirit have your way, oh God. Amen. Speak a word to our hearts. Speak a word to our spirit. Amen. Lord, we don't want to have tickling ears. Amen. We want to be caught in you. Take heed that no man deceive you. Deception is everywhere. I was up studying 
because the percentage is staggering. Over 50%, less than 50% of the people that we want to put in office, whether they're Democrats or Republican, all, all of them less than 50%, and the ones in between is 14%, don't believe in the actual hell. But my dear Christians and friends, it doesn't matter what you believe. The word has been spoken. Go to Deuteronomy chapter 4 and 2. Amen. I want you to read some. I want you to hear some. Uh, uh, do you have it? You shall not add to the word which I command you, nor take from it. That you may keep the commandments of the Lord, your God, which I command you. Even my men, even though they are mature men, there is something that is deep down on the inside of me that was in there from birth. Uh, command to give a statement. Don't mean nothing about it, but I just believe because of the way I was raised. And because my father was a military man, uh, brother, uh, Roy is a military man. He just believed that when I speak, it's done. When I speak, you receive it. When I speak, you operate in it. See, that's the way it goes from command to command to command. And so as God is teaching the disciples, amen, whatever I say it, and we're going to find out. Same thing as in Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21. It's in Revelations chapter 22. Don't add. Don't take away. Say it the way I said it. Don't add nothing to it. Just do it. Amen. Remember that message a couple of months ago? Just do what I said and you'll be all right. Just follow the directions. You'll be all right. And so since now all I got to do is say, Google, take me to... Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And I'm going to use Waze because Waze will tell me if it's a deer in the road. It'll tell me if it's a police in the road. It'll tell me if it's a pothole in the road. It will tell me if there's a car on the road. Do you follow what I'm saying? So our Waze and our GPS is the word of God. And anytime we allow somebody else, you know, baby, I don't want to take this detour. I'm going to go this way. It just feels right. And when you do that, you're going to go the wrong way. You're going to end up into some places you don't want to be. And if your tank is low, in some of these places, it ain't a gas uh, place to fill up for a long way. Amen. Satan can get us way off on deception. And I'm not here to just talk about deception, but the scriptures tell us over and over and over and over again, don't be deceived. And I, I hadn't taught this word yet, but the Lord been dealing with me from January about uh, the dragon is after the seed of the woman. Amen. He's after us. He's after our seeds. You know, but the deceiver, see, the Bible said the deceiver. That great dragon that fell from the sky, he's out to destroy everybody. And the biggest thing that he's doing now is distorting the truth. He's always distorted the truth. And the problem is now, when I was telling you about our politicians, they're not the only one that don't believe in actual hell. But there's people teaching at our seminary schools that don't believe in heaven or hell, but yet they said they're Christians. I studied this woman, and she said she she's the president. Understand me, while you're sending your kids to the Christian schools, you need to check the, the leaders out. You need to check the schools out. It's not just the public schools that's distorting the truth. It's also a lot of these other schools that go in the name of Christ. Amen. You need to check it out for yourself. Amen. You need to do some research. Amen. We can't be lazy. Amen. For many will come in my name saying I am the Christ and will deceive many. And you will hear wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled. For all these things must come to pass. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines, pestilence, 
earthquakes in various places. Amen. This ain't nothing new. All these things are the beginning of sorrows. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you. And you will be hated by all nations. For my name's sake, we fight him for the blood. It's all about the blood of Jesus. Amen. That This ain't stopped yet. There's people getting killed all over the world in the name of Christ. Amen. People being hung. People being shot in the name. It just hadn't got here yet. But if we're not careful, if we don't start standing up, it's some stuff that's going to come here swiftly. Amen. Because we're playing. See, we got to get to where we actually apply the word and not playing with the word. Amen. We got to stop playing with God. Then he says, um, then they will deliver you up. I read that. And many will be offended. You will betray one another and will hate one another. Then many false prophets. There it is again. Listen, I see so many false preachers and teachers. It just boils me over. But I'm not here to talk about them because we're going somewhere. But you need to open up your eyes. You need to understand that you can try the spirit by the spirit. The Bible said try the spirit by the spirit to see if they are of God. Amen. Every man that come in the pulpit is not of God. Every man that said he's a saint. And when I say man, that include women too. Amen. Try the spirit just because they can say something or they can orchestrate the word or just because they know how to cross their eyes, their grammar and all that stuff is correct. Doesn't mean that they actually believe in God. See, we got to prepare. And that's what today is. The day that you hear the Lord's voice. Harden not your heart. Amen. So today, uh, the pastor is allowing for the generation that haven't seen, uh, or it's not relevant to them, that there's going to be some people taken. And there's going to be some people left. There's going to be many people that said they was of God, but wasn't. That's going to be left. Amen. We're going to get to that scripture. Amen. Let's move on. Uh, Verse 12, and because the lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. Can't we see that? Don't we see that? Don't you see how people in the house of God can turn their nose up at one another? You got, you sitting here. See, this is mercy. You sitting here got old bad attitude, unforgiveness in your heart. You, you, you act like you running it. You don't run the church. This is God's house. I operate under the king. It's, it's under God's spirit. And you believe you have a right to get an attitude. It's the mercies of God that's allowing you to still breathe. Amen. It's the mercy of God that still allow you to come into the house. But he's given us time to get it right. Amen. Get your house in order. And I normally don't do this, but tell your neighbor, get your house in order. If Susie can't go by the rule, you need to let Susie know you can go somewhere else. But as for me and my house, this is the rule. Amen. God has rules in his house. But because the church spend time trying to pacify grown demons, I'm going to call it what it is because anytime you're not willing to submit to authority you are a devil you have the wrong spirit you cannot counsel a devil you cannot reason with a devil listen to what he says in proverbs there is no reasoning with a fool why do we sit there and argue and exalt ourselves hurt ourselves oh i'm trying to get him saved oh i'm trying they got to want to be saved you have to, God has some people for you. Don't get hung up on sister so-and-so because she can sing well. Or brother so-and-so because he can pray well. If, if they're not willing to submit to the word of God, they're only with you for temporary things. Jesus one day when he was teaching, he said, I'm going to fix this. I got too many people. Amen. He says, accept. You eat my flesh and drink my blood. You have no part of me. Listen to what it says. From that time forward, 
Many of them went back. Even the 70 disciples that had did great works. They had healed and cast out demons. They left. Then he turned to the 12. Will ye also go? And Peter said, Lord, where shall we go? For ye have the words of eternal life. See, we got to get to the place where it's nothing but the word that matters to me. In the beginning was the word. And the word was God. And the word is God. There was nothing made without him. And in him was the life of men. Amen. And then in the 14th verse it says, And the word was manifested into flesh. See, we want a manifestation. We don't want to be playing. And that's what I thank God for as I've been looking and studying and seeing how he has moved this church. Is that we are being set up. To be in the move of God. Amen. God is looking for somebody that he can show himself strong in. Somebody that understands what he wants, what he's saying. That's what's good about the king. It's all about the king. What I think doesn't matter. My views doesn't matter. Unless it lines up with the word of God. Amen. Look at uh, what verse I want to go to. Um, Verse 13, but... He who endures to the end shall be saved. I want to go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. Amen. As we move there, I want to remind you, be careful who you're talking to. Satan got people in wolf's clothing. Jesus said, be careful. Amen. Let's go to uh, chapter 4, 1 Thessalonians. Amen. Let's see. I'm getting there. Let's see. I'm in Revelation. Okay, I want to go. If I can find it, what's happening with my Bible? Don't want to cooperate, is it me? The operator. <laughs> Let's see, this is so close. <laughs> Amen. All right. Finally, then, brethren, we urge you, exhorting the Lord Jesus that you should abound more and more, just as you received from us how you are to walk and to please God. Say, it's time for me to grow up. It's time for me to grow up in the spirit. Get in unison with a brother. It's time for us to grow up in the spirit. The reason why we're going to start seeing more miracles than we have, me and my wife and others that's been healed of cancer, that's just the tip of the iceberg. But see, I'm ready to see wheelchairs on the wall. I'm ready to see canes. I'm ready to see all of these things come to pass because God ain't dead. This same woman I was telling you about earlier, she said uh, she didn't believe in Jesus. She didn't believe in the miraculous birth of Jesus. She don't believe that about the birth. Now, this is the woman over the seminary college. Amen. I'm not going to call her name out on this right now, but I'll talk to you later if you want to. Uh, um, let's go to verse 3. For this is the will of God. Your sanctification that you should abstain from sexual immorality. That each of you should know how to possess his own vessel in sanctification and honor. Amen. Not in passion or lust like Gentiles who do not know God. That no one should take advantage and defraud his brother in this matter. Because the Lord is the avenger of all such. As we also forewarn you and testify For God did not call us to uncleanliness, but in holiness. We have stopped talking about holiness. We've stopped talking about sanctification. That's why we have a problem and we have a a, a big mess. I'm going to just say universally in the church. That's why some people, some of the preachers go in and go out. Some of the teachers go in and go out. That's because we have deceived ourselves. Amen. But what I want to tell you, we got to get in a place where we mature and go with God so we don't get 
left behind. You can't live any kind of way. You can't do what you want, how you want. That's what he just told us there. You, you got to learn how to act. You have to learn how to walk. Just because you're single don't mean you can mess with everybody. Amen. He said abstain from that. Amen. But the reason why we're having problems and issues is, as Juanita Biden said, we've left a part of ourselves here and there and everywhere. Amen. But listen, he says, for God did not call us to uncleanliness. He says, without holiness, this is in the book of Hebrews, without holiness, no man shall see God. Now, in Matthew 24, he tells us that heaven and earth shall pass away before one word falls to the ground. So when he says without holiness, no man shall see God, that's exactly what he means. I, I don't have to try to figure it out. I don't have to try to add it up. I don't have to do things to try to make you feel good about yourself. What we have to do is repent. From the pulpit to the earth, from the pulpit to the trash getter, we have to repent and get in right order with God. Wherever we've been messing up, Lord, I ask you to forgive me how I've been acting, how I've been talking. Lord, I don't want to get left behind when you come. I want to get out of here on the first flight. I want to get out of here while it's good. Amen. Listen. Now he says, uh, concerning brotherly love. You know how you're supposed to treat one another. Amen. But I'm going to skip over a little bit because I'm for the sake of time. But you can read it. Amen. Let's go to uh, let's go to chapter five. But concerning the times and the season, brethren, you have no need that I write to you. For you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so come as a thief in the night. See, Jesus talked about this in the gospel. A thief, will a thief just walk in while I'm sitting there with the shotgun on my couch? No, it doesn't make good sense. He knows his opportunity of living or not getting something broke off he needs is slim to none. The thief is going to come in when you're unaware. When you're not paying attention, the thief is going to come when he knows that you're gone. That's why I said every trip you make, and, and I never said nothing, but somebody commented on that I, I said this before. I said again, everybody don't need to know where you're at every time. It's all right to take trips. I said every time. Amen. But somebody commented on the page. I didn't even respond. Now, didn't he tell us? When me and my wife was on a trip, not to let people, I had people watching my house. Matter of fact, kill some people in the house. So don't get it twisted. You can, you can go there if you wanted to. Amen. Don't get it twisted. But what I'm saying for these people that can't go to the store without letting Sister Vashti know on fake, just call on the phone. Amen. But I'm not going to get off over there. Let's keep going. <laughs> Amen. What I'm trying to convey to you is that you got to get your house in order because stuff is coming quickly. I mean, you look at what the policeman is allowed to do. Listen to what uh, I believe is, uh, is. Did I give you a scripture in Isaiah 5 and 20? Woe unto him to call evil good and good evil, light, dark, and dark, light. Amen. Did I give you that, brother? Oh, I guess. Anyway, when we, there's no debate. If I put my foot on a man's neck, on his head till he die, that's wrong. Whether I'm a preacher, deacon, police, the dog, the cat, whatever, I'm just a regular man. Uh, when we making it a debate over what we know you actually said and what you're doing is two different things. See, the, Satan want us to be crazy. See, what's happening with our society now, we got to break everything down. If one word is not in the proper place, we feel we'll excuse somebody, whether he's a murderer, you know, extortioner, whatever he is. But it doesn't work that way in the kingdom of God. Amen. Listen, for when the day come. Peace and safety, suddenly destruction come upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman. And they shall not escape. But brethren, 
are not in darkness, so that this day should overtake you as a thief. See, what the Lord is telling us, this day ain't going to overtake us. I plan on being out of here. And I plan on seeing all of y'all out. Hey, man, we've been waiting for this. Hey, we've been waiting for this celebration. We've been waiting. My toiling is over. Dealing with people, sickness, and all of these things are over. Amen. And so he's saying that this shouldn't be no surprise to us what is happening. To see the truth distorted, it's not surprising. We've already been forewarned that these things was going to happen. Amen. That Remember I told you about ways? So would it make good sense for me to ride a new truck through a big old pothole at 70 miles per hour? Does that actually make sense? No, why? Because we could have a wreck. It can tear up the tire. It can break the axle. It can cost me more than I got in my pocket to pay. Amen. That's the way it is with us. When we refuse to listen, when we refuse to acknowledge and pay attention to what this word said, when we refuse to follow the GPS, some of us, I'm afraid, is going to get left behind. Amen. But we, you know, we're going to do everything we can to keep people from getting left behind. Amen. That's what we're doing today. You are all sons of the light and sons of the day. We are not of those that are the night and darkness. So since we're not of those that are darkness, that means whatever we need, tune it up. Let's tune it up. If my tongue talk too much, what do I need to do? If my hands keep touching what it don't need to touch, what do I need to do? If my feet keep going where it doesn't need to go, what do I need to do? We need a tune-up. Amen. We need to come into a right alignment. It's still, sometimes you got to have stuff rotated your tire. You have to have alignment still. Amen. It's some things, to the day we die, we got things that we can improve upon. Amen. Listen to what he says. Therefore, let us not sleep as those... Amen. But let us watch and be sober. Jesus says in uh, Mark uh, 13, watch and pray. Watch and pray. As we see this approaching, I'm watching, but I'm praying. Kind of like the people in Florida and all those on the coastal line. They've got the news. The hurricane is coming. It's not going to detour. It's coming straight at us. All they can do is either try to evacuate, which is what we're going to do. We're going to evacuate. But if you can't evacuate, then you're going to have to do whatever you can. Embrace yourself for the storm. Amen. And so a lot of us, we want to keep keep this in mind. That we're not the children of darkness and we're not asleep. See, the people that are asleep, I still got time to get it right. I, I can't get past this. I can't quit it. But he said we can be sanctified. Jesus said many things don't come out except about fasting and praying. Have you tried fasting? I met a young man, 20 years old. He reminded me of myself. But one thing he lacked, he didn't have the Holy Spirit. I said, young man, with all of this knowledge you got, you've been picked out. You're already marked for the kingdom. But you need the Holy Spirit. I said, he'll help make all of this clear for you. All of this understanding that God has given you, he'll bring the knowledge for He'll show you how to talk and how to walk. And he had a lot of questions. I said, like, I would tell him, like, prophet be anointed. See, when I learn something, I stick to it. I don't detour from it. He says, prophet be anointed. You need to endure. 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 And then he says, Say, come, Holy Spirit. So those of us that are living without the Holy Spirit in our life, or we don't let him guide us in everything, you need the Holy Spirit. Lord, come into my life. Help me. Guide me. Amen. Amen. But listen to what he says. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on a breastplate, the faith of love, and a helmet of hope of salvation. For God, listen, God did not appoint us to wrath. Really, God did not intend for nobody to get left behind. But if you go to Isaiah, he says, hell has enlarged herself because of the, the mean man. Hell was designed in the bottomless pit 
People don't believe in different compartments, but that, that's them. But the Bible says he reserved a special place for the beasts and the false prophets. It's in Isaiah and it's also in Revelation. He has a special place for the beasts and the false prophets. Then he has another place for the deceivers and those who were deceived. And I'm going to say it again because today here, we're here to help anybody that is struggling, uh, uh, what do they call that? Straddle the fence to make a decision that I'm going to live for Christ. We're here to help you see that hell is real, but heaven is real. God is real. He's almighty. He's loving and caring. But he has a time in which this day is going to end. We're under the dispensation of grace. And there's a time for this to come to an end. And so as we see the clock, amen, I had Sister Kelly to make something for me. Uh, you see a clock. It means time is running out. Doing my own thing, going my own way, playing with God, coming when I want to, not coming. I don't have to respect and don't love nobody. We didn't have time to cover all those scriptures, but you can read it. It's in First Thessalonians chapter 4. Amen. But we should, we should have all of that. Amen. He don't want nobody left behind. Jesus knew everybody wasn't going to be saved. But he fixed it so that everybody could be saved. According to the Bible, he died and he went into the tombs. He went into the lower parts of the earth and he preached to all of those people. Guess what? All of them still didn't accept him. Amen. But those that got up and walked, they went home with him that day. So today, those that will hear the Lord voice, harden not your heart. As the day in the provocation. That's what he says in Hebrew. But as that day approach. He says I need you. To warn those. That there is a day coming. There's a day coming. The church don't want to preach about it no more. We're afraid of hurting people. We're afraid of running off. We should be more afraid of God. Almighty. I'm more afraid of God than man. I'm more afraid than you. Amen. I'm, I'm not in there trying to preach what's popular. I want to be able to preach and teach what the Lord is saying. And the day the Lord is saying, get your house in order while you get, got time. Amen. That's, that's what Joshua had to do. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Everybody in here, even with Abraham, the Lord told him, everybody that's going to be a part of you, Abraham, I don't care what nation he's from, he's got to be circumcised. He got to worship your God. See, you're not going to worship how you want to at my house. You're not going to play and do what you want to at my house. I told you about my uncle Sonny. I loved him. He said, I want to smoke. You can't smoke in my house. Me and my wife were just a boy and a girl. We 20. You can't smoke in my house. We don't smoke. Therefore, I don't need an ashtray. Boy, you need I don't need an ashtray. Amen. It's some things you don't need in your life. Set your house in order. There are some people that you don't need in your life. Get them out your house. Amen. Because you don't know who Satan is using to pull you out of the kingdom of God. When you keep playing with the wrong folks, they going to make you listen to what Jesus said. You're going to either love one or hate the other or you're going to cling to one and despise. Amen. You got to make a choice. And it's for God I live and it's for God I die. Amen. Listen, I'm uh, moving on to a close, y'all. Amen. I want to go to Second Thessalonians right quick. Chapter 2. Second Thessalonians chapter 2. There's things coming to pass. We've already said that. There's going to be a great falling away. We've already been seeing that. And even during this COVID, people that really... Wasn't sold out. You can see it in a whole lot of churches. You see it in here and everywhere. A lot of people now, they're ready to stay at home. But there's nothing more than the presence of the Lord. They fearful at church, but they go everywhere else. They go to Walmart. They go to the mall. They still getting on the yachts. They still taking cruises. 
But that excuse is good enough for you. But I might even say, okay, I agree with you, Sister Leah. But he the one that's going to sift the wheat. Amen. He the one that's going to say, your excuses ain't going ain't gonna to work no more. Amen. It ain't going to work no more. Amen. So many people are going and doing what they want to. But listen. Now, brethren, concerning, because he had to come back again. What I teach this over and over again. Because we don't realize a lot of time and believe that time is coming to an end quicker than we think. He says, I don't want you to be soon shaken in mind or troubled by the spirit or by word or by letter as if it was from us. Let me summarize some of this. What was happening, some people started coming around writing as though the tribulation had already occurred. I've heard preachers talk about the tribulation has occurred. They wrong as two left shoes. Amen. We've already been left, according to my Bible. The tribulation hadn't happened yet. Amen. Listen. Uh, and so Paul had to readdress them. Remember we, we saw in uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, he was talking to them. But what happened, some more people come in uh, and started distorting the truth. He said, let no one deceive you by enemies. I don't care. I got one man I quit. I keep telling him, man, quit worrying about the end. You just do your part. Quit worrying about what this preacher said. I said, they lying. And I know it's hard to understand, Brother Gaskin, because I don't have a yacht and I don't have the airplane. But what I do have is the Spirit of God. And you can read and you have the Spirit. It's too much that's got to happen. Before the end. But he says, keep preparing yourself. See, in the days of Noah, they laughed at Noah. That crazy old man. Man, that dude was out there when my son was a baby. He's 102 years old now. He's still out there. But oh, look at here. Around the 120th year. Uh, when he got all the animals in. The Bible said that God closed the door. And when God closed the door... Couldn't nobody get in. And he couldn't get out. No doubt he might have heard his favorite niece. Let me in, Uncle Lot. You know, or his favorite nephew. His brother. See, once God closed the door, that's it. I know people believe you can pray and get people out out of hell. That's not scripture. That's where you're going to be at. If it was true, he wouldn't have told us the parable about the rich man. And, and Lazarus, the poor man. Amen. He was so poor, wouldn't nobody happen that the dogs licked the wounds on his leg. And he told him, son, I'm not sending nobody by your brother's house. Because they got preachers there. I'm not sending Moses by Abraham or Isaac. They got preachers there that's telling the same truth. Amen. He, he didn't get him out of hell. Amen. He said, on this side. You had the best life. Don't worry about keeping up with the Joneses. If all you got is a is a tent, you all right. Long as you got King Jesus, you got everything you need. Amen. I don't care if all you got is a bite. Long as you got King Jesus, you got all you need. Don't let no man deceive you and believe in. I believe in prosperity. I believe in being healthy. But I don't put that before God. The Bible teaches this principle. Matthew 6 and 33, first seek ye the kingdom of heaven and all its righteousness. Everything else is going to be uh, given to you. In other words, when I come into right alignment, I can expect a tsunami of blessings. Sooner or later, he's going to do what he's promised. Amen. I got a couple of minutes and I'm closing. Let no man deceive you. The man of sin is revealed, the son of perdition. Who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or that is worship, so that he sits as God in the temple. Do not remember, do you not remember that when I was still with you, I told you these things. I'm writing your letter again. Amen. And now you know what is restraining that he may be revealed in his own time. Amen. Let's go down to verse 9. The coming of lawlessness, one, is according to the working of Satan. With all power 
and signs and lying wonder with all unrighteous deception among those who perish because they did not receive. See, the reason why they're going to be given over is this right here. Listen. Verse 10. And with all unrighteous deception among those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. You got to receive this. Receive the love of the truth. Receive the gospel as it's written. Get out of your good ideals. Get out of what I think. I'm telling this to all preachers. Quit teaching what you think. Teach what you know. The Bible said we're supposed to know what we're talking about. Amen. And for this reason, God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie, that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. The problem, he's saying, why people cannot get their house in order is because they love what they're doing. Their deeds are of darkness. That's what Jesus said in John chapter 1. They love darkness rather than light. That when Jesus came to them, they refused them because they loved doing what they were doing. They loved money laundering in the church. They loved lying and being uh, hypocritical in the church. But God is calling for us to continue to make a stand. Because we're called to be victory. We're called to be victorious. He's calling us to make a stand. Amen. And others will follow us, not us following them. So I put this out before you that you make a decree to yourself. That you make a covenant with God that I'm going to live the best that I can for the Lord. I'm going to put Him first. I'm going to put His Word first. Amen. I'm going to put my life in the hand of the man that made me. That know all about me. Why do we labor so hard with our children and with other young people? We don't want them deceived. We don't want them tricked. We don't want them manipulated. And that's what the apostle is telling us. I don't want you tricked and manipulated. Time is winding up. Amen. And it's time for us to get our house in order. This final word. But we are bound to give thanks to God always for you, brethren, beloved, the Lord. Because God from the beginning chose you for salvation. Every one of you here, God has already chosen you for salvation. Amen. I want to tell you to just keep on hanging on. Amen. Keep on enduring. Through sanctification by the spirit and belief in the truth. To which he called you by our gospel. For the obtaining of the glory. Therefore brethren. Listen. He's encouraging us. Therefore brethren. Stand fast. Hold the tradition. Which you were taught. See you've been taught some things in the last three weeks. Forgive if you want to be forgiven. Forgive if you want to be forgiven. You're not going to make it if you don't forgive. You won't be forgiven for on this side or the other side. Love those that hate you. You've been taught that. Do good to those that despise you, that hate your guts. Because uh, one time I was in a place and I told my good friend, Charles Gordon, I said, that girl don't like me. We had to go to that place of business. At that time, every day. He said, oh, Elder, come on. I said, I've already discerned it. The Lord has already shown me her. I was about from here to that thing. And I heard her say, I don't like that man. Because he talked loud. Amen. That was just probably part of it. But see, little did she know. Because the Holy Spirit has x-ray vision. Not Superman. You was a gold digger. God showed me. I didn't have no money. God just always made it look like we got $2. Amen. She knew where I lived. She knew what we was driving. No. You was a gold digger. You thought I was just going to be fascinated with your bright skin, blue eyes, and long hair. And that shape of a Coke bottle. That's why we have to arm ourselves. Because I am just a natural man. Now, I saw the beauty. Amen. I saw what it says in the Song of Solomon. As far as I can go with that. But God gives us His Holy Spirit to protect us. Remember that, that, that hole in the road that Waze told us? It's to help protect us from falling into the hands of Satan. Because He's going to use anything that He can 
to distort us, to make us trip up, whether it's getting us in anger. This word, it covers. Every one of these scriptures cover sexual immorality, whatever he can use to try to trip us up, to deceive us. And that's why he says, since we're the children of light, he wants us to stay there with him. Amen. And, and I'm for real, Cecilia. Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which you was taught, whether by word or epistle. Everybody's hung up on a profound word. I got a profound word. Jesus. The Bible says he's the greatest mystery. They've been writing about him from the beginning to the end. And still you can't find him out. Amen. Jesus is so shallow that a baby won't drown. But yet Jesus is so deep that the scuba divers have never touched the bottom. Too much pressure. You'll never know all about him. But you know enough to be saved. You know enough to get your house in order. Because he was mistreated. He was lied on. His beard was pulled out. You know, the disciples forsook him. What, what hurt you and fed a man? Walked with a man three years. Said, Peter, you're going to lie and say you don't know me. Pressure bust pipes. What will you do when pressure come upon you? How are you going to act? It's easy to look at Peter. It's easy to talk about Peter. What are you going to do when you fear for your life? Amen. There's a day coming. We don't know when. We don't know if we'll be a part of the testing. But I pray that my flight is out when Jesus first get here. Amen. Get your house in order. To those of us that are watching and you doing things that you know that is not pleasing to God. Get your house in order. Because we don't know if he's coming back today, tomorrow, or next year. But we want to be caught up in the atmosphere. A lot of people don't believe in the rapture. But he said, we're going to be caught up. He says, the dead will rise before us. And then we'll be caught up with them in the air. Use whatever terminology you want to use. But I'm planning on getting out of here. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Father God, we just thank you for all that are here. All that have listened to your word. Father God, help us to get our house. Our personal house in order first. Help Maurice to get Maurice in order by way of your Holy Spirit. Then we're able to help other folks to get their house in order. Help us to do those things that we know we can correct. Help us to do those things that we know we can fix, oh God. And Lord, those things that we don't know, that we're not aware of, help us to be receptive to the pastors, to the teachers, to the laymen, whoever you may use to help me to get an understanding of what I might be in error of. Lord, for we just want to be pleasing in your sight. And Father God, those that are tugging, Lord, that feel your Holy Spirit tugging on their hearts today. Lord, help them to make the right decision. Help them to choose life today. You said if we go right, we have life. If we go left, we have death. And Lord, we don't want to be away from you. We don't want to be away from your presence. Help us, oh God. Help us, oh God. Bless your people today. In the mighty name of Jesus, bless those that are on their way today, O oh God. Help them to hear what the Spirit says to the church. Amen and amen.